0: Just a cheeky little disclaimer, for those of you that are new to the pod, I am a bit swearing McSwerickson, so if you find expletive language offensive, as much as I'd love to say this is the pod for you, I'm not sure we're going to gel, so best probably not to click into the episode, because I do like the odd F-bomb or two. And for those of you that are new please make sure you wear headphones. I don't want your little darlings picking up my trash talk. Um, So uh, this is your warning, peeps. I am a little bit of a sweary. So uh, headphones or click off. And other than that, buckle up and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Everything Starts With You with me, Tia Happ. Happy Tuesday, and I am feeling so much better, I really, really am, and I just couldn't get so super excited with you guys last week. I have built myself the most amazing little area in my home to pod to you guys from. I've made like a whole studio. I have posted it up on Insta and will continue to keep posting it because it is a space that I love. Um, So if you haven't seen it, pop across to there and have a little look. I'll put it on my stories today. It just lights up my life. It's also about intentional living, which is so strange because, well it's not strange because this is the shit that we're down for, right? But since I have done that created this space for us to look at your money kit um my my pod audience has grown and the downloads have doubled and the countries of interest have spread so um Woohoo! Go us, people! Um. Anyway, I just really want to thank you for your... Uh, oh, that's my phone going off. Oh, I thought i put that bad boy on silence. Let me just silence it. I just want to thank you guys for your therapy session last week. You gave me so much to think about and review certain aspects of me, you know, where I'm going, what I want from the pod, what medium do I actually want to communicate through? Like, I said to you I want... To be a leader in in my industry, you know, I want to form part of this new inspiration bubble um, that people like Joe, Shette, Jay, Joe, Joe, Jay Shetty talking about, Mel Robbins talking about, um, Tony Robinson. Then you've got people like Roxy Nafusi. You've got Francesca Francesca Amber, Susie Moore. You know, there's I could go on and go on and go on, and they are all part of what. I would say is an inspiration bubble. It's that, that change thought movement about how we are changing the way that we live and living with intention, right? So, um, you really give that, that session last week, my therapy session with you gave me much to think about. Um, say so thank you for bearing with me last week because I know that I went off on a tangent. I listened to it back and I was like, oh, bloody hell, those poor people last week. I was on one. Um, but I said to you that the pod was a year old and I missed the anniversary date. Well, technically, I actually didn't because my first pod aired on the 31st of Jan last year. And funnily enough, tomorrow, today. Today is the 31st of Jan, which means I get to celebrate with you on the actual day that the pod aired. So I don't know what Spotify were up to or Anchor are up to giving me my year's anniversary last week. It must be the way that the um the weeks fall and the whatever and the whatever. I don't know. I don't do their PR, so I don't roll a car. Um, but I thought to do this really would have been very appropriate to review what the last year has held. So I've written some bullet notes, you know, as I do, because otherwise I will go off on one. We'll get a whole Zara flipping saga again if I don't stick to the script. So um, I have a jotted down a few bits and pieces. So for those of you that have been there f- f- from the beginning f- with me, I am so sorry, but you are going to have to listen to this again. And it's kind of a bit about reflecting and the steps that I have needed to take to get myself to where I am now, and it's also about celebration. It's just about celebrating the fact that this year is going to provide many opportunities. I feel really excited about this year. That whole new me, new you, you energy—you know—that everyone I think was missing in the beginning of January seems to have worn off me now, and I'm really kind of thinking like, "Yay, this year is going to be amazing!" Like, I'm not going to lie—I was in a bit of a slump in the beginning of Jan, and the pressure of seeing like it's the 1st of January, we have to have a new life, was really getting on my fucking nerves, because I was like, I don't feel like that, I don't energetically feel there, and I think actually quite a lot of us were, because there was a lot going on astrologically, and at the moment, and I'm not going to dwell on this too much, because that is not my area of expertise, but at the moment, all planets are direct, which means nothing's retrograding, nothing's anchored, nothing's holding us back, there's no reflection, this is like full steam of fucking head till May, which kind of means this is like the perfect energy for us to propel ourselves forward and start really intentionally planning with what it is we're going to start bringing in and what seeds we're planting in the spring and what we're watering with affirmation and love and mantra and ritual in the summer and then what we're going to get to harvest in the autumn. Now, I'm not saying astrologically things don't change from May and there may be some shifts that hold some of us back, but this now is the time to, like, prepare ourselves so we can handle any other outside energy forces that may fuck with us, okay? So, anywho, I have waffled for five and a half minutes, and I still haven't got to reviewing myself over the last year, so let's just jump straight in, shall we? Um, So, as we all know, I had, I say a sudden energetic awakening last year. Um, Other people around me would say they feel that I had a breakdown. I think there is a very close line between the two. And I have explained this before. And the reason I say an, an energetic sudden awakening is because I had a whole new belief structure and system ready to pop up underneath the old infrastructure that was like burnt away overnight and when you have a breakdown I think you are left um, depleted but you are also left with with nothing else there to come up underneath that you are just left like a shell that is very, very vulnerable and very, very broken and needs a lot of care. And the difference is, is that I was like, had the questions of, there must be more to life than this. I must be doing more than this. You know, there's a universal oneness. Like I had all these new belief systems that were coming to the surface at the same time as the old infrastructure crumbling away, which is why I will maintain the fact that i had a sudden, a sudden energetic awakening however what triggered that sudden energetic awakening was trauma um it was burnout from work um in in a very high um pressurized position and also a very fast paced industry for 15 years took its toll and the fact that i was a people pleaser and didn't say no and was even more of that at work, um, the limiting beliefs I had around self and self worth and value and my intellect and um, that I was always pro- I always had to prove myself to be as good as everybody else was huge at work. So that coupled with people pleasing um, led to severe burnout, and then obviously my mum going through her. Um, chemotherapy and her stem cell transplant which has been an absolute fucking shit show for us um, just led to that whole my whole system going no 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 we can't cope with a whole new infrastructure popping up in terms of spirituality connection to source connection to divine seeing the bigger picture all of a sudden becoming very awake with burnout a very pressurized job and a mum that's at that time, really fucking unwell, and we don't know if we're going to get her home. And my whole body, my central nervous system just said, this is too freaking much. So in November, the 26th of November, to be very precise, I left my educational role. And actually for the i think probably up until mid december i wasn't really sleeping i wasn't really eating very well um then during the day because i was absolutely exhausted i wasn't getting out of bed i was finding going out into um shops or just anything really like even like self care had become very very difficult the anxiety that i felt had gone through with the fucking roof. Well, of course it was going to, I wasn't looking after myself in any way, shape or form. And I was trying to manage a whole set of new beliefs coming in, challenging my old belief system and also me absolutely beating myself up at the fact that I wasn't there doing my job and wasting taxpayers' money and wasn't there for my kids at school because my kids at school were... Well, they were my kids so they were they were my my school family right so as a parent you kind of feel like you're not doing your job and that was the relationship that I had with my students they were my kids I was their school mama so um you know it, it there was a lot of challenge and um, it was tough so in December after actually finding Francesca amber um, and listening to many podcasts of hers, I decided to seek professional help from the doctor and um, was prescribed sleeping tablets so I could actually get some sleep because I was just going around in the circle of lack of sleep in the evening, having to catch up during the day, feeling lethargic and tired and then not sleeping and like it was just a whole cycle and it was really, really, really getting to me and prior to me breaking up on the leaving school on the 26th of December, I actually was functioning at work on probably about three hours sleep and had been since September. Um, So the doctor was like, your body is so fucking exhausted, you just need to catch up. So I went on sleeping tablets and then I went on to antidepressant because I was had become mildly agoraphobic and I couldn't cope. So I found Fran in December and was listening to her podcast. And my sister pointed me in the direction of Roxy Nafousi and Nefusi, sorry, and she was posting on like she was going through a funk at that stage herself. So her posts were really resonating with me. So I just remember a seeing one of her posts and she was saying you know something about she was feeling shitty so i just replied and the reply that i got back from her was so incredible that the fact that at that time i think she had like 60 70000 followers and she managed her own and still does manage her own instagram account and had replied was like oh my god so then i started looking into her work more following her more, her more and decided that i was going to go to a conference a workshop of hers in the january manifest workshop. And coupled with that, um, I decided in January that I was going to start Fran's book club, which I'm still a part of now. And um, I started the gratitude with Fran in the January, um, the magic, which I still say I've never fully recovered from. The, grat- the, the practice of that gratitude. There are bits of it that I've implemented into my everyday life and that I've kept with me since last January. And I did it again this January. I didn't find the value of as much of that in this January, if I'll be honest with you. But I think I practice gratitude so frequently now that um I kind of probably didn't commit to it in the same way that I did when I did it in that first January when I was really unwell. So we've gone from November to the January. I am now starting to feel slightly better. The, the anxiety tablets are obviously kicking in. I'm off the sleep tablets. I only use those for a couple of weeks and sleep had become far more regulated. But I was quite isolated. I was feeling quite lonely. So I was like, oh, you know, I need an outlet, but I need an outlet where when people love you, right, they just want to give you their solutions all the time, they just want to give you their advice, they want to give you their solutions, because they want to fix you, especially when they're not used to seeing somebody broken, and I am, was never, I always kind of, I'm sure I've said this before, placed real importance on me being, strong and my stoicism and not breaking and I'm there for everybody and I can take on everybody's issues and still manage my own. What I didn't actually realise is for all the years that I've done that, all I was doing was storing everything up and completely fucking up my central nervous system and completely just annihilating my state of internal flow, um, which is what I've had to unpick this year and which I've had to build up and do a lot of journaling around because actually my stoicism and my strength wasn't stoicism and strength. It was, um, it was not acknowledging. It was, um, it was just suppressed feelings and emotions, it was just not dealing with things and just pushing them to one side, like that was just gonna, oh yeah, that's done now, and that there were, there was, I didn't want to acknowledge the consequence, I made myself a very busy person, because it was easier for me to be busy than to sit with self and reflect on the issues and the trauma and the negative experiences in my life, rather than give myself any quiet time to deal with those, I pushed them to one side and labelled that whole behaviour a strength and then took a great sense of pride in it. Oh, what a fucking idiot. But, you know, I think your real superpower as a human is showing your vulnerability and working through the emotions are, that surround any type of difficult circumstance and truly working through them so they don't become a barrier and a block to you three years down the road or for me 15 years down the road when it all comes crashing down and you've got to deal with all a load of old shit all at one time so um in the Jan, I went to Roxy Nafusi's Manifest and in the Feb, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to go back to my real life job. And I couldn't. It repelled me. I was like, I can't do that. So I was like, shit, what the hell am I going to do? I'm feeling very isolated. Let's skip back slightly. Soza. I was feeling very isolated. So I started this podcast because I wanted to talk to people. I didn't want to... I just wanted to talk. I didn't want advice and love and concern back, right? Because my head was fried. I didn't want anybody else's opinion, or I think you should do this, or I think you should do All out of love, all out of love, by the way, but I didn't want it. I just needed to be able to talk. So the pod was born for me and my motor mouth, basically. And then I fell in love with it. I liked the feedback that I was getting. It was getting downloads. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And I find talking really fucking easy. And I like it. So the Pod was born and that's continued. And then in the February, I was like, shit, I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't do it. What am I gonna do? I can't go back. And my friend Nat, who's our ghost co-host on here, I call her ghost co-host because she's supposed to be on here every fucking six weeks. She's bugged off somewhere. God knows where she's gone. No, I'm only joking. She's getting interviewed later on today for next week to air. But um she can't commit to a six-weekly schedule. So she is going to be our ghost co-host and just come on whenever she pleases because I feel that she has so much to share with us. Her knowledge is so in depth because her journey has been so much longer than than mine and probably ours that we just need to be able to pick our brains right. We need to, we need to, extract the knowledge that she holds for us that we can use it ourselves. So we will welcome the ghost host whenever she is available. And I've told her I'm going to call her the ghost host as well, by the way, so I'm not being a bitch. She knows it. I'm actually going to change it in the fricking show notes as well. Tia and go ghost host. Natalie Valelia. Um, so anywho, she contacted me because she knew that I was really into Roxy and loved her manifest and was like around this whole Frances Gramba, the law of attraction. And she'd seen something called Monarchy that is um from the Andes Mountains. It's basically shamanic energy medicine, and it's all about our our, our energy. And there are nine different rights of monarchy, but what came in part of that was the clarity of getting to clear ourselves energetically through these shamanic practices is that it enabled us to manifest from a purer, um, more connected to source state. So that's what brought me into like the monarchy. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do that course. Oh my God, I'm going to do that course. Did that course, met wonderful people on that course. But during that course, someone said to me, so what? what is it that you want to do? I don't even fucking have a fucking clue. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't even know what I'm going to do with this course. I just came on the course because my mate told me I shouldn't. She thought it would be good for me and I saw the word manifest. I'm going to be really honest with you. That is how, that is literally how much I looked into that course. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to become a sound healer. I've always loved singing, I've always loved the theatre, I went to drama school, I, I actually went to drama school with Amy Winehouse, so I went to a very good theatre school, I love theatre, I love stage, I love acting, so sound for me is a really natural modality, because I I, I sing when I do my sound bath sessions, I talk to you guys all the toy, time, 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 time therefore using the modality of sounds through my voice, so... Um, it just came out. Sound. I'm going to do sound. And then two weeks later, she calls me. She's like, have you done that? Have you found your sound course yet? Yeah, I was like, no. I would no fucking money at this point as well, by the way, because I'm still negotiating with the school about how they're going to pay me and how we're going to walk away from this. So I've got some sort of package that I can actually manage to walk away from the job that I'm in, otherwise I'm going to have to go back there and break again, um, which was no good for them and no good for me, and no good for the kids. Um, so this woman calls and she's like, well, my friends just had somebody drop out on their space and the course is in two days time. So then bang, I'm on a sound course. So this is how like the universe starts to guide you. When you take the leap of faith, I decided in February I couldn't go back. I was now in negotiations with the school in March about me not going back. In the April, a sound, sound course comes up randomly and I couldn't find sound courses anyway. They weren't easy to find because sound is still quite um an unusual modality whilst it's becoming more commercialized now this year there's been quite a big shift in it in gong and and sound bath meditations they're still not thick and fast on the ground they're still quite you know popping up new up and coming therapy um so finding courses to train me in that modality was quite difficult and I wanted to have some sort of training behind it I wanted to have some sort of certification I didn't just want to rock up with a load of crystal bowls and not feel like I knew what the fuck I was doing I still don't, by the way. I haven't got a fucking clue. No do, really. Oh, their gear and no idea. No, I do. I do. Um. So, um, that brings us nicely into a- April when I start do my sound bath, do my sound bath course. I now am qualified, and then I, I am thinking, what am I going to do to support myself? The school are like, right, we'll sign everything off, but that they wouldn't release me, um, contractually until the thirty first of May, so I couldn't really do any work. I love the moon. I do moon rituals for myself um new and full moon rituals for myself so i was like, I love this I, I could so guide other people on how to use um the moon's energy for them to clear their shit out of their system like once a month for people to actually journal and clear out the weeds that like i do that on so much more a regular basis because i'm in the self-development journey right but not everybody is so to be able to facilitate that for other people for them to clear out their shit and then on a new moon, think about what are my intentions? What's my direction? Where am I going? What it is, you know, for a better word, what, what is it that I want to manifest? Or what are my goals? What are my desires? How fucking amazing is that? That's like therapy. That's like two sessions a month of therapy. So many people are not committing to that for themselves. So I was like, okay, let's do. I can facilitate that easily because it's something that I've done for myself for a long time. And I I I love the moon's energy. I love the energy and the cycles of the moon. So in May, I started my full and new moon ceremonies. And then in August, I was like, that, right, I can work now. I've got to do something with sound. I've got a sound certificate. I've got to do something with it. So in August, I start my sound baths. which was just like incredible. And in between all this time, you know, I'm still working on myself. I'm still journaling. I'm still meditating. I'm doing moon ceremonies. I'm reading. I'm listening to podcasts. I am working with crystals. I am, you know, like in the December to mid-Jan end of Jan, I'd say all I did was practice gratitude and listen to podcasts. I really couldn't do anything else. And then from February, it was like, oh, I'm going to start meditating and then like meditating and my moon ceremonies and all of that, because I used to do moon ceremonies years ago and then I just revived them in the February. And then like from March until I'd say still now, yes, practices have shifted and changed because I'm in a better state, so they've become less structured or less, 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 um, less like they have to be done, regimented, regimented, thank you brain for working, less regimented, but the practice is still there, you know, I meditate every day, I practice gratitude at the beginning, at the end of every day, I will never let that go, that, 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 um, bookending my day with gratitude, I, have a certain focus for meditation three days a week. Three days a week it is about all about connection. It's all about connection, connection with divine, connection with self, connection with source. And the other four days are more about visualization and manifestation. I practice affirmation. I listen to subliminal um, messages when I go to sleep three times a week. I journal. I When I first started this and when I was strong enough, I couldn't really start the journaling practice until about mid-February because I wasn't mentally or emotionally in a place where I could take that in-depth work. But once I started that, I was like journaling every day. I'd say now I probably journal two, two times a week consistently. And I want to up that. Like for me to get the connection deeper with self, I need to still continue to clear out the blocks and still to clear out stuff. For me for, for me to be able to expand, I need to turn back into that practice because there will be more for me to clear. Um, but I also wanted to enjoy where I was for a bit. I wanted to look at the view. I wanted to say, you know, I've done all this hard work. I've cleared out so much shit. I've rebuilt myself. You know, in November, I was in bed. In May, I'm launching a new fucking business. In August, I'm then launching another part of the new business it's just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing, right? I needed to take time to say, whoa, enjoy this, celebrate this, before then you start concentrating on clearing out more trauma so you can then expand to level yourself up. And I'm now ready at that stage. I'm like, okay, I've got to clear out more stuff. So I can, because I still have issues around money at times. I still have issues around lack and lack of mindset. So I know that I've still got to do some work around that. And that, you know, when we have generational belief systems or generational trauma, one year or one month's worth of, or whatever of journaling isn't going to remove all those blocks. It will chip away at them. And then something else, a trigger might pop up. And you think, oh, I've got more journaling to do around that. Okay, well, I've got more clearing to do around that. That's cool. And some things we can work through really quickly, but other things take a longer period of time because, you know, 20 years, 40 years, however many years, 50 years, however many years old you are and you're listening to this, you know, all of those years you can't just undo in a couple of journaling, a couple of journaling practices, right? But, and this is why there was less, less, less rigor and structure around what practices look like for me at this moment in time. And I'd say that's probably from November 22. And up until now, I got a lot less, um, as I said, there was a lot less rigor around my practice because I wanted to enjoy. I wanted to enjoy the investment that I'd put in myself. I don't want to constantly be in a self-development clearing cycle. I want to go, oh my God, I've done all that hard work and I'm in a really good place and I want to enjoy this really good place. And now I'm like, okay, I'm ready to expand. I've gone so far what can I do now to move myself to the next level? I know what I need to do. I need to bring back in some of my practices. I need to have a bit more rigor around those practices so I can level up and enjoy and then take the foot off a little bit and enjoy that next level. And there's some of those practices that will never leave. There's some of those practices that I need daily because they make me function and they make me feel connected and and they... And they give me focus and they give me intention and they mean that I'm living purposefully, which is getting out in nature, meditation because it's connection and my gratitude. They are really the three things that will always stay as a consistent, constant, constant practice. And then there are times where I go, do you know what? I need to affirm, I need to affirm like springtime through summer, it's all going to be about affirmation mantra, because that's when I'm watering my crops that they can grow, so I have a good harvest in autumn, right, so it's, you know, that's just about how practices had supported me through that time, and that we don't always need the same rigor around practices, it depends where we are, so we've got, like, to August, launch the sound baths, September to December was really concentrating on enjoying the view, mucking about a bit um, around a bit with my rituals and what I'm going to keep going, what I'm going to keep up with and what I'm going to keep doing and where I can let things slide a little bit it's just so I can enjoy the view and during that time you know I met new people I went on a retreat on my own which was the first time that I did anything on my own and I made some amazing friends from that retreat and then in November I traveled up to Glastonbury on my own I'd never been to Glastonbury before and never most certainly hadn't gone away for a night on my own like completely on my own I wasn't in a group of people whilst you know when I went to the retreat I went on my own but I was in a group of 20 other people this was completely by myself it was liberating I absolutely loved. it it and then fast forward to now we're here in January and this year has become so much clearer and I know that I'm ready to expand I know that I'm ready to connect and I know that I'm ready to level up again. Um, so whilst last year there were some real low times, I one of my best friends passed away that is still very difficult and raw to deal with, and Mum's journey is still where it is. And at the moment we're in a really good spot, but we've been there before. So that's really difficult to trust. Um, The year that I had last year, as tough as it was, was completely and utterly fuckingly, 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 yeah, fuckingly, mind-blowingly amazing. And I just really wanted to share it with you. And I just wanted to share with you being here with me and listening to me and turning up every week to support. And I just wanted you to know that it's hard doing a self-development journey, but it is so worth it. And I don't mean worth it because you might just decide to throw caution to the wind and walk out of a really fucking well-paid job and go, hey-ho, fuck it, the universe is going to provide. You might not want to do that, but it just expands you and opens you up in so many other directions and you allow new things to come into your life. So um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to go because I've only got like nine seconds left. So I'm going to go. Have a great week. Journey gracefully and forever. it's Each week we will be discussing different topics on self-help, our mindset, what we can do to rebuild ourselves and recover and how we can navigate through this amazing human experience that we are all entitled to and what we should all be having, how we can live our best human experience, that is our job. So I'm hoping with our resident co-host once a month, Natalie Villaley, we will be able to give you some amazing tips on how you can get yourself through stress points in your life, how you can be more present, and how you can just enjoy living in the present moment. We'll discuss what podcasts are good to listen to, the things that we've researched, self help books, daily practices, and basically just anything that can get you from where you are now to the next level of the best version of you. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, at Everything Starts With You. Rate, subscribe, that's the only way we're going to grow our community. And, um, I'll check in with you each week, my little chickens